This is Kyle Allen. And I am Evan Charles. And this is Troll Nation, episode four. How was your weekend, man? It was a lot better than uh, Joaquino Chapo Guzman. I can tell you that much right now. <laughs> I don't think he's ever had a good weekend. I think he has, actually. I, you know what? I'm under the impression that he actually gets caught on purpose because he enjoys escaping. Maybe he's safer <laughs> in jail. No, seriously. He's like the people's champ of Mexico. He really is. He knows he has everyone in his pocket, so he can escape. So I think it's a game for him to do this frequently. Yeah, see, I saw some articles about him, and people were saying that, you know, they're kind of sad that, you know, he's, he's locked up again because he provided uh, protection for their village or their, their city in Mexico. And the way I see it is these people are just saying this because they know that his cartel gang is still around. And if they speak bad about him or, or they're happy that he's caught, that they're going to end up in the dirt. Or it's, just, it's like a domino effect. Maybe these people have seen the... Uh, the fabulous show Breaking Bad and they realize it's a ripple effect from that payroll as well. So you want to keep this guy out of prison because if he's out of prison, he continues to control the organization. If the organization is under control, there will not be infighting or someone else trying to take over his regime for lack of better terms. But he could still control the organization from inside the prison system. Correct. No, I'm sure most of his buddies are in there. He's hanging out right now. Yeah, it's very true actually. Very true. Um, I saw this meme. It was... <laughs> <laughs> I tend to hate people when I see this stuff on Facebook. I try to stay away from it, but I, tend I saw to it hate mean. people. Period. That works. Uh, and it said Mexicans be like, "We captured El Chapo," and then it said Drake be like, "But you still haven't captured his heart." <laughs> tired, that doesn't man. make any sense. Though. Like, why would you... <laughs> Drake, Drake would be that kind of guy. Oh man! But seriously, man. I mean, it, it's very amazing to me that. The whole world is looking for El Chapo and Sean Penn and some super hot actress and model, Kate Del Castillo, managed to find him. Hot and and hot set up an interview <laughs> with him. Not just like find him and send him a text or tweet him or something, but set up a, an interview in some <laughs> location, you know, desolate area. Yeah. That's seven, crazy. Seven hours they did this. And that's why I told you. Oh, so I, they I, actually did the interview. Yeah, so seven hours. Oh, they I could, thought they set it up and then they swooped in and picked him up. No, no, no. The interview was conducted back in October. Now, it may have something to do with that mountain range that was in the background while he was outside with those damn annoying chickens or roosters clucking the whole time. But, uh, yeah, they, they did it. I mean, this is the same guy who was notorious for conducting a, or had a wedding back in 2006 or 2008 publicly. But they said his... Uh, goons were so tight he had about I guess 100 plus or maybe 200 uh, security guards to where the uh, security couldn't even get to him the, the police couldn't get to him wow yeah I mean well was it in Mexico yeah it was definitely it was well, in Mexico the police were probably on his payroll so they didn't want to get to that him that is true and, that, and that's crazy <laughs> man and so I sit here and I, I think about what's going on in the world and how we're so quick to jump on this whole you know threat stream of you know ISIS and all this other stuff dude Take the name away ISIS and you look at Mexico and what's happening there with all the cartels, cartels or even what's happening with their own government with all the corruption and everything. Yeah, Dude, Mexico is one of the most dangerous countries on the planet. Torres, man, just south of Texas. That is the most dangerous place, I believe, that is. Don't take me, uh, don't take my words for fact right now, but I'm pretty sure Juarez is uh, the worst place in Mexico because it's a border town and it's known for being like a cartel hotspot. So ask me this. Why is it that we keep turning a blind eye to that? 
Uh, we don't, because uh, Donald Trump wants to build a fucking wall. Hey, hey, he called, he called Donald Trump, he said, he, he called him his amigo. I'm not sure what that means in English. No, but and yeah. then he put a hit on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's crazy, man. Yeah, it's crazy, this whole situation. Maybe I mean, like, that's his plan, to get into the U.S., because supposedly they're supposed to extradite him to the U.S. now. And maybe that's his plan to get in, then break out in one of our jails and go after Trump. Maybe that's possible. But, you know, I look at this, I'm like, you guys are putting all this manpower to El Chapo, Mexico's drug kingpin. I mean, they're treating them like, I saw on the news when the president of Mexico got up there, was like, we got him. It's like they compared it to Osama bin Laden. Yeah, that's their fourth time saying that. <laughs> Every time they say that, a week later, he's crawling out of some tunnel. <laughs> it's probably his own prison. <laughs> probably. That's what I'm he saying. He probably owns so these prisons. I yeah. did not foresee this dude. It's only, in my opinion, it's... It's only one way to end this. He's going to try to escape again. He may get cornered and he has to get shot dead. That's about yeah. it. Guys like him will not, you know. They don't spend their time in jail, yeah. They don't. They don't. He has to go out in style, which will make him even more of a hero or yeah. a martyr, depending and on And then they'll write a book about him. Yeah. Sean Penn will it's crazy. act it out in a movie. Yeah. I mean, I was looking at that man. I was checking out just his net worth to see why is this dude such a big deal. They say he's worth about $1.4, $1.5 billion. Billion dollars, people. With a B. I said billion. I know. Because billion. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, speaking of a billion dollars. Yeah. Oh, man. I uh, got kind of worried because my buddy right here didn't show up for the podcast on time this morning, and I thought that he may have won. <sighs> and, uh, I thought I was going to win, too. And then that just didn't happen. I even wrote a resignation letter. Signed <laughs> it. Dated it. And ripped it up. And, and uh, I'm saving it for the next lottery. That works. But, um... Uh, $1.5 billion. I think they said there were uh, three winners. Actually, one of the states that won was a, is a state that my sister is located in. That's why we're currently not talking right now because I have disowned her because I had a chance to win that damn ticket. But uh, 1.3, 1.5 billion, three winners, approximately 323 million apiece. What in the world would you do with that money if you won? Honestly. Uh, I'd buy a private plane. Uh, with uh, seats that dispense uh, mollies. Ooh, private plane with seats. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're leather seats too, with uh, leg rests. Did you just say this dispense mollies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, they, uh, God, I don't know. There'd be, be a lot of drugs. So you're saying you want to be the next El Chapo? <laughs> no, I didn't say I was going to be selling or distributing them, but um, yeah, I mean. People like to party, okay. and I'm going to have a lot of people in that private jet. So you're going to go with the whole hookers and blow thing? That's what oh, you're talking man, about. I'm going to live like Dan Bilzerian. <laughs> wow. He's the new, the new Bernie Madoff without Monica Ponzi's games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, if it was me, I would just keep it and swim in it like Scrooge McDuck. But you know, that's dollars. That's not gold. You know, so that's kind of different, but... I would keep it for myself, and I wouldn't give it to anyone. And I would say, "Look at me, bitches!" But I got to come to work the last day because I'd as make a black an guy, Instagram account. Yeah, but as a black guy, you have to come to work and you have to go out in style. So you want to be late, <laughs> and you want your boss to just say something to you so you can get up, flip the desk, and just have some outrageous rant, and then walk out with your hands and middle fingers in the air. And then find out that you didn't have the winning ticket. Exactly, after. and come back crawling in for the <laughs> same damn miserable job. Yeah, you're right. Come next day early as hell. No, but seriously though, I mean honestly, if I was to win those funds, 
I think the first thing I would do would be able to set my family up for success. Yeah, definitely. Now, setting them up for success doesn't mean just throwing a million dollars a piece at them. That's actually setting them up for failure. What I would do is I would set up CPAs for every single member of my family who has a credit score of 500 or below. I'm sure there's plenty. And um, from there, I would pay off all their bills. And then I would allocate a certain amount of money that sits in a pot and they're only allowed to spend a percentage of that money for a certain amount of time. That's very thus, controlling. Yes, thus creating bad spending habits, but over a certain period of time. But that still doesn't change. That doesn't make it better for them. Well, <laughs> it doesn't spending. make it better, but I can't change it. You can't, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I realize that. You so. could just spend the money and let them watch you and then think, damn, if only I was better with money. But then they would be, a, uh, they would try to plot to probably kill me or something like that. You know, money makes people do crazy things. You have like $1.4 billion. You can hire security teams. True. <laughs> from True. your own family. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> and the rest and, of the, and El Chapo. You can, you can buy El Chapo. I don't know if you could do that. Uh, yeah. So I think we should do that. But um, that's what I would do with the money. I would do that, and then I would just give half of it away because I don't even need that money. Yeah, I, I would give money away. I mean, I do that now. I donate a lot now, especially out here. And um, if I had that much money, I definitely would donate to some reputable uh, charities or foundations. Um, I wouldn't just waste it on drugs. No. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even do drugs. Really, I've never done drugs. Nah, Tylenol. Tylenol, yeah. I mean, I've never done. Uh, I guess a controlled substance. What about that date rape drug you took once upon a time? We don't talk about that. <laughs> but uh, you know, seriously, I mean, I, I would probably give the money, you know, family first. And after family, got to take care of my military brothers and sisters. Like the uh, special forces guy that was a KIA rest in peace last week. His wife would be taking care of him and his young kid forever. And I think that's where the money and funds should be going. That measly $400,000 that they have going for someone who risked their lives for their country isn't enough. By yeah. Any means. Nowadays, that probably barely covers funeral expenses, man. That's true. Because that stuff's expensive. That's true. So. And all the treatment that you know they had to go through, or or whatever, any any situation, yeah, things aren't cheap, and that life uh, insurance policy at the end of the day doesn't cover cover what it should or what it needs to. Mm -hmm. And I think if you give your life for your country, the government should be responsible for taking care of you and mm -hmm. making sure all your your affairs after you've given your life, after you've sacrificed yourself for the country will be taken care of. You know, I think if you give your life to your country, definitely that's the ultimate sacrifice. But even if you serve your country, you can't, I, I would wish someone in, in, uh, in office could explain to me why 25% of homeless individuals are U.S. military veterans. Yeah. That number is astounding to me. I just don't understand it. Of course, you don't want anyone to be homeless and on the street. I understand you got a lot of people that made bad decisions and choices, but our veterans, it makes no sense. These freaking soup kitchens and everything out there now should not just be on Christmas and Thanksgiving, they should be out there every day, every day. for our people. Especially if we have the audacity to say, hey, let's take 15,000 refugees from another country and bring them here, yet we have people, children, men, women, like you said, veterans that are starving, that are out in the streets. So if we can't take care of our own first, why should we take care of others? Agreed. Agreed. And it's sad. Um, sorry about the somber tone, but it's something that we think about. It's something we talk about. Our, we talk with our friends over here on the side of the world and you know, you hear all these politicians, we should go out and allocate, you know, 50,000 troops and let's do this and they're let's quick. Let's do that. You know, yeah. but when it comes to taking care of us, we hear about cutbacks and everything as well. Uh, military funding on potentially uh, VA benefits, uh, retirement, let's switch retirement. And it's a shame. Matter of fact, let's raise commissary benefits. So you have these struggling families, 
uh, uh, husband or wife is deployed away, spouse is taking care of a bunch of kids, let's raise all the taxes on uh, on the food prices on base and stuff as well. It's like setting us up for failure when they're supposed to be taken care of, you know, and it's unfair. It is, and I really don't know. I don't see I don't see an end to it because it's it's constant with politicians now, and you know they have all these great ideas. They they have these things that might benefit veterans in the the short term but when it comes down to it once they run out of money and then they have to or once they get close to running out of money and have to put these budget cuts in into place then it's like they kind of just forget about veterans or forget about things that they've done or that you know we've done and they worry about saving their own ass which is something that we'll see come 2017 in my opinion when the new president him or her is elected in office one of those things speaking of on a lighter note i'm gonna turn this thing back a little bit i was looking on youtube and I saw Hillary Rodden Clinton, Chicago's own, doing the duff. Was it? Was the name of that called? The, the dag, daff, or dag? I don't know. Young people, please correct us on what the hell this dance is. I but know. I know I saw superstar quarterback Cam Newton doing it. But I tell you what, she actually got a little rhythm. I thought she was trying a little hard at first, but she is a Chicagoan. She hit. She hit the move a couple times though. Chicagoan or Chicagoan? Sh- Chicagoan. Sh- Chicagoan. So. Just let, just let Chicago. it go. Okay. Let it go. Chicagoan. Uh, okay. But yeah, this is, and this, I, this is the kind of time that I like when it comes to these elections and everything. This is the, you know, uh, uh, Anglo-Saxon man or woman kissing black babies. Let's go on and whip and nae Shed some tears. Let's play some trap queen with, you know, with LA and all this other stuff. It's pretty comical, man. Yeah. What was that uh, video? <laughs> I think you sent me or somebody sent me on Facebook today. Of Donald Trump with like some little girls in American outfits dancing oh and singing. My. I have no idea what that is, but I think I've seen a little Asian girl in Korea with the same speech. Yeah, it was in the interview. <laughs> it was terrible. Have you seen that movie, The Interview? Ah, uh, I have not seen that at all. Oh actually. man. Uh, but yeah, it was terrible. I mean, the little girls were all beating stuff. I mean, I know they're white, but damn. Dude, I mean, they got. <laughs> look, at the, look at the big picture here. He's changing their lives. Like he's making a difference. He's giving them something, an opportunity to, to perform somewhere at an event that they probably would have never had the opportunity to do before. Man, he changed their lives by putting a million damn dollars in each one of their little trust funds. Is that what he did? I'm assuming. No, that's what you said in the message, or somebody <laughs> else said in the message, and yeah, no. Man, I mean, dude. I would have danced up there for a million dollars. I'll put the. The dress on? Oh, wait, whoa, whoa. A million dollars? You wouldn't put a dress on and dance? Hell no. To the no, no, Hell. no. That is not I would, happening. Man, I'll do it for half a million. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, that's an admission right there. I would put so on a dress. So if anybody out there has half a million dollars to spare and uh, wants to see me get on stage or get on a live stream episode that we might do here in the future, uh, I'll, I'll send you my bank account and uh, just make the deposit and pick the dress. Yeah, he wants to have on red lipstick as well. I didn't say anything about lipstick. And semen. <laughs> See that awkward silence right there? Oh, was, man. In my mind, I was slicing your throat. <laughs> wow, this is, this is wow. Okay. We've yeah. been all over the place. <laughs> we started off with, uh, damn, I don't even know what we started off with. No, that's okay. We with covered a bunch of topics. That's just what oh, we Oh, I didn't do. even talk about my weekend. You know why? Because I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, this weekend will be a long weekend. Uh, we got MLK uh, birthday or observation day, I guess it is. And I'm uh, looking forward to that. Most people just consider it as another day off to barbecue and sleep. But I'm actually going to observe it properly. Yeah? You're going to uh, what? I'm going to observe it properly. Yeah, I'm going to, man. How are you gonna, I'm going to observe it too, but while I'm working. Because I haven't get holidays off. Yeah. Sluts usually don't. That's all right. Actually, <laughs> you know, 
a there was a uh, strippers in Oregon that were petitioning for equal rights, or or, or was it? it wasn't equal rights? It was. Oh my God! It's gonna kill me not knowing this, but it was so ridiculous that you're just like, you're a stripper. Like this, oh man! Hey, hey, I think they're, they're feeling objectified. They are entertainers, they're not okay? exotic dancers. They, yes, how are they, they exotic are. when every city has one? <laughs> well, some of them have them, like some of them have like foldovers and like bully wounds and stab wounds. Oh. But it's all about what you're into. <laughs> Dirty white beaters. Oh, that's disgusting. Ugly underwear. <laughs> and I'm not advocating white beaters. I do mean T-shirts to my Anglo-Saxon people out there. Yeah, no, somebody just smacked their woman right now. They're like, oh shit, you're so white beater. <laughs> like it reflex. Wait, was that a redneck tone right there? No, no. Was it? Oh shit, white beater. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching too much Animal Planet, man. Wow. They got this redneck uh, guy, some alligator guy. I forget his name. Shelby. No, Shel- no, Shelby, Shelby. Uh... He does that. No, no. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that oh, oh, that's, that's, that's Turtle Man. <laughs> yeah, Turtle Man. Not alligator. Yeah, Turtle Man. Yeah. Turtle Man. What the dude? That guy. Every time I come home, because I mean, you know my dog's like always home alone, but I leave Animal Planet on for her. Right. So. I come home every time I walk to the door. All I hear is, live action, live action. I'm like, oh my god! Like, I need to put like some auto tune so that they change the channel every hour. So. That was that was pretty authentic right there. Wow, love it. Yeah. So, <laughs> poor dog. You hear that all day. That's why she tears everything up. Anyway, so we're getting off track. Always we get off track, but it's authentic and it's organic. So. Yeah, I mean, we do what we want. This is our podcast, and uh, you're going to listen to it. And speaking of doing what we want, here's what we want. We request that you guys send us in some uh, emails. We actually have a new Skype. Yeah, it's, uh, our, we have Skype now. We want to, uh, next weekend or next week, uh, take some callers in and ask some questions live while we record. So our Skype username is Troll Nation Podcast. That's all one word. And uh, you can just add us up on there. We leave that always logged in. So we'll see your contact request. And then uh, maybe an hour or two prior to uh, recording the next episode, we'll post on our Facebook page to call us in and what time. We'll go from there. We'll go from there and we'll have a discussion. All right, ladies and gents. I am uh, Kyle Allen. And I guess I'm... Uh... Edvin Charles, and this concludes our podcast for today. Be sure to check us out at www.trollnationpodcast.com. You can find us on iTunes. Just go up there to the iTunes store and click search, type in Troll Nation, and we will be in the results. All right, ladies and gents, have a good evening. Yay! Yay!